What's up? Tyler here. Welcome to Education in Education with Tyler Tarver. Uh, before we start, check out tarveracademy.com for YouTube videos, helping you with math, tech, teaching, whatever else comes to mind. Let's talk about education, shall we? And get our learn on. Wow. So what I want to talk about today is digital curriculum. Um, I was the director of technology and instructional facilitator for one year and a district, and then for two years I was the principal of a school that dealt with a lot, I mean primarily in online learning. Um, and so I have quite a bit of experience, practical, putting in the hours experience with digital curriculum. So I can tell you some of the ins and outs, the warnings, the things to look for, and even starting to look for digital curriculum. So um, first thing you need to understand is there are two types of digital curriculum um, that you deliver online primarily. Um, one is if the entire course is there and the students are allowed to go in and work on different aspects of it. Um, that means that you've got the entire thing and, and then they can go in and just start knocking it out. Uh, they don't have to wait on you, the teacher. They can just go in, they can finish the whole course in a month if they buckle down and work hard. The other one is in session. That means that they are given the assignments as you give them. They're not allowed to go too far ahead unless you decide they need to go further ahead. And you pick that individually. Like you are the teacher, it's still in session, you're still doing things on your time and your turn. Let's talk about the full courses. Um, there are a lot of digital curriculum providers. If your district is on point, then you may have this for the entire year. Um, some of the main ones are Blackboard. They're usually pretty good about hitting state standards. Odysseyware is one that we've used. It's great on the administrative side, but they're a little bit tougher on uh, getting them to have stuff already set to your state's standards. Um, a lot of it's you have to go in and edit it yourself or have your teachers go in and edit it themselves. But Odysseyware is good. Uh, Blackboard's usually on point um, with regards to all the curriculum on there. Um, some others like Play-Doh, Epic. Um, there's some iTunes U courses. A lot of the iTunes U courses, you're not going to get what you want unless your teachers make it. You know, you can pull stuff from other teachers, but they might have just thrown it out there and then you're going to have to supplement a lot of assessments. One thing with like Blackboard or Odysseyware or Play-Doh or these other ones, or Carnegie Learning, um, they're going to have all the assessments in there. So that's a big part of like the full thing, because you're going to have kids, if you allow kids to go at different like paces, you're going to have a kid taking a chapter three test at the same time two kids are taking a quiz in chapter one, and another kid might be like way ahead and taking his final exam. Like That's hard to do as a teacher is do all those assessments at any point um, whenever they're all over the place. Um, you won't see this as much unless your school has the waivers or provisions for kids to finish a whole course. Um, what you may do is if you your school uses like Blackboard for the whole course, you might just let them open up different units at a time. The kids can work ahead, but you don't want to you don't want to be grading a test for something you haven't done three chapters ahead because a good chance the kids are not going to do well on it. And then you're going to have to reset it, and they can screenshot stuff, and then they can save it for when they're actually there. It just leads to a lot of problems unless you're good at monitoring that, or if your school's set up in a way where you're doing the full course at the kid's pace. Okay, so that's a full session. When you're doing a full session, two very important things, because we used Blackboard for the first year, and then we switched because of these two things. You ready? If you're allowing the kids to work at their own pace, you want to have something to where you give a start date and an end date, and then it fills in assignments for those kids. So when a kid signs on to the course, they know, okay, this is due today. This is due tomorrow. It lines all of your assignments out. With some of those programs, they line it up to where you can like set it within a month and you'll just toss in like five assignments a day until you get finished. 
or you can spread it out over six months for a full semester and it's like one or two assignments a day. Um, it just kind of, it paces it based on the dates you want. Very important. That's one thing Blackboard fell very short of. I don't know if they fixed it or not, but that's one thing they fell super short of was it was just like, here's the whole class. And then unless you have like a small number of students or you're just amazing at staying on top of their progress, you'll have kids that won't start until like three weeks till the end of the year. And then you know they're not gonna do quality work. They're just gonna try to guess and get a good enough grade to pass. So that's a very important thing is having that. And also the amount of time it takes for a kid to start a class once you enroll them. That was one of the other frustrations we had with Blackboard. I would enroll a kid in a class to take it, like if a schedule changed or they finished stuff, they'd have to wait three full days before Blackboard could put them in the course. With Odyssey, where you change it, it's in. The assessments are huge. The assessments are huge. You want your assessments to be um, tailored to the lessons. You don't want kids to have to search too much to find what's on the test. You want it to be tailored to your standards. You want it to be tailored to the curriculum. Other than that, I just recommend having a very strict policy in place for retests. You're gonna have kids mess up getting in early on because they're just their kids and they're gonna mess up. But you don't want them to take it, screenshot it, and retest it. So that's another thing you need to keep a close eye on. Now, as a teacher, most teachers um, that are teaching in the classroom in a normal school, when they use the online stuff, they're gonna want stuff that's in session. They're gonna want stuff that they're tossing videos or articles or links or posts. They're tossing stuff out and the kids are checking it and they're getting their assignments and they're knowing what to do, okay? You've got really three big hitters for this. Um, well, four. Let's say four big hitters for this, okay? And I'm gonna hit each of those and I'm gonna tell you pros and cons and then I'll tell you which one I recommend. First one is iTunes U. Um, if all of your students have an iPad, iTunes U is amazing, okay? I think the administrative side is a little clunky and it's overcomplicated. They're working on making it easier, but it's, it's, still a little bit, um, it's still a little bit clunky on the admin side. It's too much work to post when it should be a lot easier. Um, whereas, hey Titus, say hi. 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 All right, you wanna, you wanna join me? Sure. Talking about curriculum here. Okay, and so whenever you're using iTunes U, you can have it in session and then you can just whatever post or lesson or topic, whatever it is you're talking about, and then those kids can go and they can submit assignments in there and you can grade in there. It's really cool through that, okay? It's a great template. Um, if you've got a classroom set, it's awesome. If you've only got one and you use it as a teacher, it's still pretty awesome because you can organize all of your notes, all of your presentations, your videos, and kids can download it on their phone. Um, super great. Uh, program. Again, don't like the administrative side of it. Okay, let's talk about the next one. The next one is? Um, Blackboard. Blackboard. Okay, Blackboard you can purchase either you can buy the full curriculum set or you can buy like the skeleton. Like you can use their program and insert your own stuff in it. That's awesome because after one year of using that, you have it and it's tailored to your classes, your curriculum, your school, which is super great and super organized. However, it costs money. iTunes U is free, Blackboard costs money. Do you like spending money? No, he does. But if you don't, I wouldn't recommend that. The third one is Edmodo. Um, if you've ever used Edmodo, it looks a lot like Facebook. It's really good. They've got a lot of, um, like, you can do polls, you can do quizzes a lot of auto grading, it's super nice. It's also got a parent view where parents can see it and they can see their kids' grades and what they're working on. Not a bad program, it's been around for a while. Um, personally, I think that it's getting too cluttered. Just like Facebook started out simple, like here's your wall, here's this. I think the more you add stuff, you run the risk of making it too complicated for students and teachers. A lot of teachers don't feel comfortable in there and plus you gotta retrain your students and if they don't see it, 
It's hard to blame them if it is overcomplicated or if there is too much on there. The last one that I have is Google Classroom. Um, they, they busted theirs out last year, about a year ago. They tossed out Google Classroom. I think they were waiting until like September, December, but then everybody was like, uh, we need it now because we're starting school. You don't want to jump into a digital uh, like curriculum framework right in the middle of the school year. So Google pushed it out, even though they weren't ready, in my opinion. And so what they've done is they've been slowly adding features to it. They added it now where teachers can collaborate. You have multiple teachers. They've added it to where you can post announcements. Well, announcements and assignments are always there, but they've got stuff where you can go in. Like, say you posted something the year before as an assignment. You can now go in, and you can select it and then repost that for your next year, which is really nice because if you're teaching the same thing and you're doing it in session, you want to go grab stuff from previous years. That's a pretty cool feature. I think if they make it easier to find those, like as long as you're good at labeling them, like 1.1, 1.2, 1.3, and you're labeling your chapters and your sections, that can be super easy to use, okay? So start now. If you're using it, start organizing. It's never too late to organize. And I know that's a big struggle teachers have. Um, Google Classroom is available in, on Chromebooks. It's available on iPads, phones. You can get the app pretty much anywhere. Um, my recommendation, as someone who's taught in a classroom like this, which one do you recommend? It's like Google Classroom. Google Classroom. I agree, Titus. That's a great point. Google Classroom is by far the simplest and can do most with that. And plus, now that you can go back and grab stuff from previous years, it makes it a lot easier. Like iTunes U, you can have it set in there, but I just feel like Google's integrating all the stuff you're, you should be using in your class, which is docs, sheets, uh, forms. My goodness, if you're not using forms and you're in education, you're doing education wrong. It is so easy to gather information. It's so easy to assess students. I mean, it's so simple. If you haven't learned it, learn it. I've got videos at tarveracademy.com on Google Forms. If not, tell me what you want to learn on Twitter or Instagram, and I will start telling you and teaching you how to use them for whatever you want to use, because Google Forms are amazing for education. I recommend Google Classroom because it's, it incorporates all of the other Google stuff you're already using. YouTube. YouTube videos are super easy. Do you like YouTube videos? Yeah, every kid loves YouTube videos, so toss those in as extra resources, or actually have them watch the videos at home, learn it, and bring them back. And you're like, well, they don't have internet. Plan ahead, okay? Tell them to go to Chick-fil-A, Starbucks, tell them to watch it during their study hall, whatever it is. Um, that's what I recommend. So Google Classroom, I think, is the best in session. My vote for best, best program as far as like the full coursework, I like Odysseyware because I like the administrative side of it and I like how editable it is. It's very easy to add in stuff from different chapters and lessons and do assessments. Very easy. Um, and plus they have it as like a seat basis. That's also very important for full classrooms is the cost. If you're going to pay for your curriculum, know the cost. Like if it's like if one student can have as many classes as we want or if I pay per class per student, that's something to keep in mind. And that's just something you have to discuss with your director of curriculum or whoever's paying the bill for these curriculums. Um, as far as in-session goes, I highly recommend Google Classroom. And again, I'll be tossing up more videos on Tarver Academy explaining different aspects of that. And I'll probably do some more on this podcast or series if you're watching, listening on the podcast or if you're watching it on, uh, on YouTube. Then I'll start posting more on there. Just hit me in the comments or tweet me or hit me up on Instagram. I'll try to answer any questions you have. Um, so if you could, please like, comment on it on the YouTube. If you're on the podcast, please rate. Take a minute, just rate the podcast. What you think? Be honest. If you like it, if you don't like it, I need to improve my audio. I'm really just using my phone for the audio. And then, oh my goodness, you need, I wish you could see what I'm looking at here. Let's show them, Titus. Apologize for my office. It's a mess. I was using 
trophy. A trophy. I was using a trophy with this GoPro with like a clip. And so that's what we're using. So that's Education and Education with Tyler Tarver. Titus, can you say please subscribe? Please subscribe. We'd really appreciate it. Hit him with the peace, bro. Peace. peace. Thank y'all for watching. Bye. Hey, Tyler here. Don't forget to subscribe. Check out tarveracademy.com.